Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Mikey. Hi, Heather. I'm Charles. Oh, hey. hey. Okay, I was going to say, we're doing Heather's 1989, <laughs> directed by Michael Lehman. It says and Michael Elliott. I don't know. If, did you guys oh, get that there I, were two directors too? I knew it was Lehman. I didn't see sure. that. I only saw that Michael Lehman um, also did a few. He directed a couple of episodes of American Horror Story and True Blood. Oh, wow. Wait, yeah, which one did he do? Which it, it said it in parentheses and I didn't write it down. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Because I'm looking right now. He also did one episode of Scream Queens. He yeah. also he also directed that movie Airheads. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think shit. I've ever seen that. Yeah. You haven't? Oh my god, it's really good. I mean, it's not good, but it's good. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's on the list. Yeah, okay. it's on the um, list then, to do. And then he also directed 40 Days and 40 Nights. With, the one um, with uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. oh my god. Oh, cool. cool. Okay, wait. The Horror Story episodes that he did... The name game, is that Asylum? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The one where she sings. Mm -hmm. Is that the name game? Yeah. And then he also did Smoldering Children, which I believe is in Murder House. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then he also did Unholy Night, which I think is also Murder House. Oh, that's the the Santa one. Mm. With the Santa in in Asylum. Oh, yeah. Cool. And he did 15 of True Blood californication like he's a tv director it seems now Mm -hmm. cool so yeah this movie is kind of crazy and not crazy in a way that i think is crazy but i'm really glad that uh i've grown up with like a less sensitive to subject matter because i think this movie is really funny Mm -hmm. i don't know how i mean some kids like it still i'm surprised it hasn't been like quote-unquote canceled but it's kind of (laughs) controversial because it's kind of a satire about like teen suicide and like violence in school so it's it's not like uh it's not like i wrote it down from one of my first impressions was like it's very much reminiscent of clueless but like in a way darker way very yeah um but it's got like the high school the fashion the low like the lingo like it's very similar in that way this also reminds me of popular or popular reminds me of this The yeah, show the popular. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote like deep cut question mark for maybe Patreon because I don't even know if anyone has even seen that show besides us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's such a <laughs> deep cut. It's so random. It's so good, but it's very much like this show. Like it's dark, but it's also funny. And you're yeah, kind of yeah. like, whoa, like some of the stuff is really fucked up, but I'm laughing anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is like so, so crazy. Um, so yeah, my first impression, I'll just go first. It's pretty quick. Yeah. I've only seen this film. I want to say like maybe once or twice all the way through. So I don't have a connection to it, like clueless or anything. It's not something that I know all the way. I do really like it. Um, it is really, it is really funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to do it. And I know it's an eighties film, but it's verge on the nineties. It's, yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's so, 89. So yeah, yeah, it, it counts. And it's definitely in that vein of mm-hmm. uh, like high school clicks. And if you haven't seen it, it's streaming on Hulu at the time of us recording this i think it might be on hbo max but i and, know it's uh, on hulu tubi too tubi yeah which is yeah. free so uh yeah so check it check it out so what about charles what about you what's your first impression uh so i saw it in college i was hanging out with a friend and um he was just like 
hey, do you want to watch a movie? And I was like, sure. And um, he was like, well, have you ever seen Heathers? And I was like, what's that? And so, <laughs> <laughs> so at the t- the time I at the time I first watched it, I didn't really get it. And then I watched it again, maybe like ten years later, and I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Like, yeah. It gets better, I think, every time you watch it. it it's so good. Like, all of my notes are like just quotes. Like, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I was gonna say, Sam. I only had one like quote unquote favorite scene. It was basically like just quotes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think we talked about too. Um, yeah, Mike. What about you? Oh, Charles. That's it. Hmm? Is that what? it, Charles? That's it. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, word up just for uh it was a very quick quick thing that I saw, but um the woman who plays Veronica's mom is the actress who plays Grams in the original Charmed, which I thought was really cool. Oh, I don't remember. I only watched like a few episodes of the original. Oh, okay, yeah. And then um the guy who plays Otho from Beetlejuice is also in this with Renona Ryder, oh, who was yeah. also in Beetlejuice the year before this. So that oh, was kind of cool. Yeah, he, he played a uh, Father kid. Ripper, I guess. Yeah, who was like, everyone goes to MTV for this stuff. Oh <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah no, just that was weird. Just, <laughs> oh, weird. so good. But it's yeah, for um, for my first impression. So, like I told you before, I was watching this and attempting to break it down the last few days. I realized that I hadn't seen it all the way through before, so this is kind of like fresh for me as well. Oh, wow. So for like 1989 pre Mean Girls type movie, it had moments, but definitely like a lot of holes in it ex- as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, like the cafeteria scene, right, which is like the first what 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um, Heather McNamara, aka the Regina George of the time, thinks not only she's hot, but like in her head, she's the most popular one. She says she's the most popular one, but as you're watching this movie, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. you're talking about Chandler. Heather yeah. Chandler? Heather Chandler, I'm sorry. Heather Chandler is, is the, the is the Regina George. Oh, Heather, gotcha. Okay. Heather McNamara is the girl who tries to, like, take all those pills. And is yeah, the leader. Oh, okay. And Thank then you. Heather Duke is the one played by Shannon Doherty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Duke McNamara I, I, Chandler. <laughs> I appreciate the clarification. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, just, I, I was like, I, I, got, I got too confused, yeah. But it's weird because <laughs> nobody really pays attention to her in the movie other than the other Heathers. So I'm like, how are you the popular one? I don't know. It's that M. Night just... Shyamalan and they're all really dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie and at the end, like, no one's really alive. Yeah. <laughs> just, and then it's like, it's so vulgar, but, and I appreciate vulgarity. It, it mean, is. I don't well, think I mean, like, that... I appreciate vulgarness, right? But I guess, like, I don't know. I was watching it through, like, two different eyes, I guess. But, um. What's, what do you think is like, very vulgar? The, okay, so like for instance, like the two jocks, they're talking, right? And they're expressing oh, well, like how yeah. they would like to do Heather, you know, in, oh, in, yeah, in that, such yeah, detail. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, ooh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, like I love vulgarity, right? But at the same time, I was like, ooh, I don't know about this. But not really sure if I'm becoming old or sensitive to things like that. But it was just not needed. Um, the prank of the fat girl. Uh, I know. Why do they always do that? I, it, it's so it's so sad, really and mean. it's always gonna unfortunately like happen like that. But it lacked because it was very broken. Like, yeah, it was. It, it, it like they started strong, and then we forgot about it, and then the end is when yeah. she was like, well, "Hey, okay." So like they start running the note right, 
and um, they deliver the note on the tray or one of the heathers. I mean, it's one so of the heathers, right? funny when she tapes the note to herself. And, right. like, <laughs> and then, so she sits and reads it, right? But then the camera goes to like outside where the girls are continuing to ask this like weird ass question about like aliens or something. Like, did I, I know miss I an, have that did question. I, did I, I miss an assignment somewhere that they were doing or the, were they just bored? No, I no, think it, wasn't it like something on the TV? No, they, I think they just like do like a, like, a poll random a, a, a like new poll each each lunch period you know <laughs> just oh, like, yeah, they're like what's gotcha. it for today that's right one girl was like i think it was chandler was she like i thought about you were with me in class when i thought about it and then but, she's like yeah and it's gonna be what if you had five if you could have five million dollars but you knew in two days aliens were gonna take over and like blow up the world like what would you do but it was like they went outside for like a lengthy amount of period of time and then they go back in and the the girl the fat girl she's still reading the note i'm like does it take that long to read a note I and mean, then it's like a really provocative <laughs> note though i mean I got, yeah i think that she's sort of processing it trying yeah to wouldn't to do, you, you know? like well, like yeah, if, if this I, like jock yeah. wrote this like really intense note true. that you're like you're just <laughs> are staring so. at it because you're like oh my god this cannot be true I don't know, but then like toward the end of that scene, when the jocks like approach Christian Slater, uh, what's his name, JD? JD. Near the end of the same scene, like everyone else just left, right? I guess, and he pulls out this gun on them. Like, there's no screaming, no shouting, no school. I get how it's like fake, right? No blanks. But I know it's blanks, right? And I get laxed in earlier years, but dude. <laughs> that's no no that's no lax in earlier years it's just supposed to be funny because it's i guess <laughs> i guess we're no, no, not no, no, no. supposed to like and i and i don't want to be like a debbie downer or anything i just found it like really weird where i'm going okay there's a lot of holes <laughs> uh, yeah this is one of those movies that i kind of put in the vein of like i don't want to say it's similar because it's not also i haven't announced this yet but the next film uh that we're gonna do for the forward flash for this month is mysterious skin by greg Araki. oh no um, God. but uh yeah me and john are gonna do it because she really likes Araki. so i was like nice i'm gonna hit you i'm gonna hit you with this it's, <laughs> it's so good but it's fucking tough but i love that movie yeah well and, uh, um, you guys are on your own yeah no, yeah like yeah i'm excited because she's because <laughs> she likes him but um but the it reminds me of like one of those films that's kind of like you're not supposed to question it like very much like you know just go with it yeah like, some things are not going to make sense and they're not supposed like they're not supposed to make sense kind of sort of like the show popular you know, things like yeah. kind of got so ridiculous that you're like this is not happening but you're just supposed to go with it because yeah. it's just going to be funny and ridiculous and it, it would obviously never happen that way oh yeah yeah um but yeah it's really funny too because the the writer of this is daniel waters which i wonder if he's related to john waters this reminds me very much I of like a cry baby see that in any of the notes i was yeah, trying to actually look related. for it Oh, but he's the same guy who wrote Batman Returns and mm-hmm. Demolition Man. Demolition yeah. Man. Yeah. But oh, also, the dude is in Demolition Man, the guy who is the priest. He's oh, the one right. that's like, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. Bob. Yeah, the one who says, like, <laughs> greetings and salutations, which he says in that and in mm-hmm. that. So that's uh, really funny. Yeah, I, I noticed that from Demolition Man. See, Demolition Man, even though it's the least popular episode it it has to it ties in people it should yeah, take, it, take it, a it really does it but really like, does <laughs> but with all my issues I like like i said i don't want to be a debbie downer but i love renona oh no her. it's cool i love renona in anything that she does like christian is kind of hot in this 
and it's weird to see him so I young. Know. I mean, he's really hot. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to handle Christian Slater. And I like Shannon Doherty's, like, Heather's outfits. Like, we'll get to that later. But I think, hands down, she has the best outfits. <laughs> okay, let, let's just take a minute to to let it sink in that Christian Slater was fucking 30. Right? And he looks <laughs> He was amazing. the oldest of them all, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, Renona was 16. No, yeah, she was turned she 16? sixteen during yeah during the filming. She turned sixteen. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Really? And then Damn. I remember one. I can't remember which Heather it was. Um, Heather McNamara. Yes, she was twenty three, but lied on her application saying that she was younger. <laughs> no way! Yeah, I read that somewhere. I was like, oh, cool. But no he was thirty. Way. I think so, right? Oh, no, 20. I'm sorry. <laughs> 20. Oh, okay. I was looking at the oh. date. <laughs> um, Just kidding. But he still looked really good for 20. Really he good, looked older, yeah. though. He does look really good now. Yeah, I like, think He so. still looks really good. You get it. For Robot. Yeah. yeah. Still has the same voice. But then kind also, like, when I was looking at, and I don't know, I, I don't know if it's just me, but when I was looking at Heather and McNamara, all I could think about was Lisa Kudrow's character of Michelle from Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yeah, totally. She right? looked exactly like her. Yeah. I also thought of like a character in uh, Ferris Bueller, like one of the girls in the class who's like, <laughs> my sister just met this boy who knows this guy who saw Harris at like 41 Flavors last night. Yes. Like that girl, she liked the teased hair, the big Definitely. like blonde teased hair. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, we're going to do Ferris Bueller, too, which I'm really excited oh, nice. about. Yeah. Ah, so excited. But those are my Another ones. one. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, should we move on to behind the scenes? Sure. Who wants to go first? Charles, do you want to go? Sure. Um, let's see. Um, so, um, I guess Christian Slater said that he based his character on Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson. Um, strange. Yeah, you, could totally, it, you could totally hear it though in his voice. It, totally. Yeah, I mean, there were like some like there are some words that he would hit. I was like, whoa, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, he has that. He has a kind of similar voice too. Yeah, just in general. Um. So the the name Heather is said ninety times th- throughout this movie. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cool. Um, let's see. Hello. Um. Moving on to casting. Um, Wait, what's the Rotten Tomato? Oh, I didn't check it. You uh, don't check it. You always job. do the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. I got Charles. I know. I, I, <laughs> damn it, I'm sorry. Is it certified fresh or not? <laughs> Let's see. I think it was like a 90-something percent. Shit, okay. I think well, I read that. Shit. I'm sure it has a score of 90%. I, I oh, that. yeah. I mean, like, it it was a bomber in the theater, but it's such a cult um, following. Wow, it has an 83% audience score and a 93% critic score. There. That's Whoa, crazy okay. that critics like it more than the audience. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> okay, <Right? laughs> wow. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, um... Apparently, um, Jim Carrey, Judd Nelson, and Jason Bateman were considered for the role of JD. Interesting. <laughs> okay, Jason Bateman. I don't I know could... what he was like in the 80s. I know yeah, what he's like yeah, now, yeah. I, mean, but I don't know what he was like in the 80s. He, he, I think he was like coming off of like Silver Spoons, where he played kind of like a smarmy son of a bitch. You mm. know? <laughs> um, uh, wait, who was the other one? Uh, Judd Nelson. J- Jim Carrey, Judd Nelson, and Jason Bateman. I've heard of um, Jared Nelson. I know, he right? was in Fast Times. 
Oh, okay. He was yeah. the guy who was Jason uh, Jennifer Jason Lee's brother. Mm. Um, no, no, no. Um, Judd Nelson was the guy in Breakfast Club. Oh, um, you're right. Yeah. What is that guy's name? That guy's name is Judge, Judd something. Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm. God, I'm so um, not with my trivia today <laughs> or math. Sorry. Um, Sorry, twenty year old Christian Slater who I thought was thirty. <laughs> um. So, um, I guess this role was written with the actress of Jennifer Connelly in mind. Yeah. Um, but I guess she turned it down. I'm kind of glad she did, just because I don't. I'm not sure she could have gotten like the, done the humor as well as like as like that, Winona Ryder. What's that movie that she's in? It's like an '80s movie. The Labyrinth. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's not that. It's another one. I'll have to find it. I keep going. Yeah, it's like an '80s movie that's kind of like. Um, it's like a. I don't want to say like it's like a young adult. It's, she's in Top Gun, isn't she? Is she? I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I um, so no, she's, I, not. she's in the new Top Gun. Yeah, oh, cool. Wow. So I have an entire section on Shannon Doherty just because I love her in this movie. So oh my much. god, I love her. <laughs> um, so I guess at one point she like confronted a crew member on set yep. who's like having a romance with like an underage extra. Mm-hmm. And <gasps> what? Yeah. And she said that was the first time someone had called her a bitch to her face. This was what? the this was the birth of the Shannon bitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a totally fucking uh, yes. Like I would do the same thing. Like yeah. I'm not yeah, I don't begrudge her from that for that. Um wait, so a crew member was having an affair with, with an like some extra? extra? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, and she outed him in public. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> oh god. Um, so apparently Tori Spelling watched Heathers and mentioned this movie to her dad, Aaron Spelling, who watched it. And apparently that like played a role in how she got cast for 90210. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, um, they're, um, I, I just, um, um, I, I just sort of love her character's transformation throughout this, this movie. And no, apparently, so apparently like she did too. And she sort of like. Um, just like said, she loves her character's metamorphosis from weak to strong, and um, she goes from being compared to a pillowcase at the beginning to being called a m- mega bitch, like towards the end. Um, and the um, mega bitch. <laughs> and can we? And um, like just the scene where 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 like she's talking to Veronica, and she's like, Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? <laughs> I know. I love that she line. At the end, <laughs> yeah, too. she's like. <laughs> Um, so, um, apparently there were a couple alternative endings. Um, one had Martha Dumstock, I'm sorry, Martha Dunstock slash dump truck stabbing, stabbing Veronica and like Martha shouts, fuck you, Heather. And, and Veronica's like lying on, on, on the ground with a knife in her stomach. And she says, my name is not Heather. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Um, and so apparently the like main ending that got nixed by the studio was the one where I think like it's the same movie up until like she shoots JD in the boiler room and mm-hmm. then she straps, she straps a bomb to herself and goes up into the gym. And I don't know what she says, but apparently she gives like this really badass speech. And like, at some point the screen like cuts to black and you just hear her say the word boom. And then oh. it sort of like um cuts to this like, prom scene that's like very kind of surreal and dreamy and like the punch is like the same like drainer fluid that killed heather chandler oh, it's and like blue. 
Yeah, and so apparently JD was right, and you know the only way all these people are going to get along is if they're all dead. So, like, oh my god. Um. So um, and then um, apparent, and then uh, then my final thing is that. Wait, why um, did that get nixed? Why did that ending get nixed? It was too um, dark, a, a, apparently. Yeah, a, a, that apparently, was too dark. Yeah. Apparently, apparently that ending was too dark for. For the studio, <laughs> he tried to like flirt with her over like possible attempted murders. Yeah. Actually, well, no, not even attempted. A possible like murder plots. It was like yeah. that was their kink. How yeah. was I, how was blowing up like everyone and having them all be in heaven in a prom dance too dark? Yeah, That's that's where you're drawing the line. But, yeah, right. Um. And then finally, apparently the writer, Daniel Waters, said that he did come up with an idea for a sequel where Heather um, becomes a page for, for a sender named Heather who is played by someone like Meryl Streep. And it ultimately ends. Yeah, so, so like Meryl Streep plays a sender and Veronica's like a page or something or, you know, a like scut puppy. And, it end, and the movie a ends. scut puppy? Like, <laughs> I don't know, like someone who does. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yes. What did you call it? I'm going to start using it. Yeah, me too. A scut oh, puppy. You guys have never heard the word scut puppy? No. I've heard of scut. Really? And that's okay. totally something different. That's totally um, not what it is. That's scut, not right. Like, that's so <laughs> like S C U T? Yes. I mean, puppy. like uh, someone heard does. Scuttlebutt. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, like someone who does like kind of like you know menial jobs. You know, who's kind of like oh, a, like a gopher. But yeah, like yeah, a yeah, right. name for yeah. a gopher. Scut boy. Um. So anyway, Scut boy. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So, so uh, apparently, this all leads up to Veronica assassinating the president of the United States. Jesus. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> Get a little and, squeaky from uh, idea here. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, app- apparently she gets away with it. So <laughs> that's like what we did not get in, in the sequel. So, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, wait, is that all you got for behind the scenes? Um. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, Mike, you're up. That was a mouthful. I loved it. That was cool. I love it. Um, Yeah. uh, Daniel Waters originally wanted Stanley Kubrick to direct the film, but he never got in touch with with him, apparently, like through all those people. Not sure why, but he moved on. Hot take. I don't like Stanley Kubrick. I think he's He's all right. I mean, Clockwork Orange was cool. Boring as hell, but it was cool. I know. I promised Jai I was going to do it. I don't really want to. Sorry for all those people that are going to start hating me, but you know. I listened to, um, uh, well, shout out to Dunzo Podcast. I just found them and they they do the chronicles of famous celebrity relationships and I listened to the episode on Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman Mm -hmm. and they talk about like the insane mind games that Kubrick played on them to do Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. like they essentially yes he essentially like had them in an open-ended contract that like the movie was going to take as long as it was going to take like you essentially Mm -hmm. couldn't book anything after because they ended up living in the apartment that's in the film for like three years and he actually like manipulated them like 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 uh psychologically like for the Mm. script but it also took a toll on their marriage and it kind of led to the end of their marriage it's really Mm -hmm. crazy and all the things that kubrick would do like he was very anal about like he would have people go measure the streets 
all the time. Yeah, like he was very anal where everything went. Like it was, it was like a project. I've heard that he's one of those directors who, like, for a single scene, will just do an insane amount of takes. Oh yeah, hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, um, like to the point where 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 the actors are like, please stop. (laughs) Yeah, a Fincher apparently is like that too. Oh really? Okay. Fincher does like hundreds of takes apparently. Oh for real? Yeah. Uh huh. No, sorry. Go on. No, it's okay. Um, these are just random notes, but um, the actress Justine Bateman from Desperate Housewives and Jennifer and Connelly family ties. and Family Ties and Jennifer Connelly, like Charles said, were in talks to play Veronica at first. Luckily, they didn't go with any of those two. Um, Brad Pitt also read for the role of JD. I know, and he played JD in Thelma and Louise. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Doherty, in true Doherty fashion, was high maintenance and was uncomfortable with dark material and foul language. Uh, you know, the rest- I'm what? just going to say that Shannon Doherty is one of Sarah Michelle Geller's best friends, and I think that <gasps> and yes, I, they are that, in real life. That <sighs> just makes me like so happy. And Selma Blair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Selma Blair is really good friends. And with so Sophie. I think that Shannon Doherty is not the one with the problem. I think that um <laughs> I, I think that uh it's everybody Kelly, else. I, I I think that Kelly and Donna can go fuck themselves. Uh, right, Donna, your dad was producing the show. You hardly got in here because you I were mean... good. And you got the craziest like storylines too. Like yeah. Kelly and Donna are the ones that got the storylines. Brenda, you can tell that they just totally kind of I mean, yeah, her with Dylan was like iconic and it will always yeah. be Dylan and Brenda forever. Fuck Kelly. But um <laughs> Kelly should have gone up to like fucking Boulder with that artist that she was doing blow with. That's oh my god. That's where she should have gone. Or that girl who was stalking her that time should have like actually managed to like, you know, like get her somehow speaking of kidnapping i can't wait for cool summer tonight i need to know what the fuck's going on i know um, no, i'm so confused shout out there's a show called cool summer out on hulu it's like a so good teen show but it's actually like kind of good and it takes place <laughs> in the 90s so word yeah. up go watch it it's 90s shit um yeah i just so, need to know what happens so i i got home from saturday and i sort of said to myself do I really want to watch the third episode? And I was like, no, not really. And then I last about about an hour, and I was like, I need to know what happens. Why? Like, what the fuck bitch, were you in that house? And how many times have you been in there? And why are you pretending to be this other girl? Are you guys in on it? Is there some kind of money going on? Yeah. Why is this guy just randomly hitting girls left and right? Like, is this just like a normal thing? Like, we're worried about Heather's. Why don't we talk about this show that's on TV right now, where this girl is like being like abused in front of all of her friends? Like, this guy just yeah. feels the need to punch her. Like, what the fuck? going on now this movie's not that bad <laughs> That's funny. i mean it is but it isn't yeah sorry Mike. I, no it's okay i only have a few more um the actress kim walker who was heather chandler says the iconic line did you have a brain tumor for breakfast well unfortunately the actress passed away in 2001 from an actual brain tumor shut up yeah no way 2001 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wow oh, um so it's it, twisted scary right yeah um, and then the TV series of Heather, which premiered in 2018, which um, we talked about, was is now on Amazon Prime. Just saw that. Oh, oh okay. Um, so you can buy it if you so choose to, but it is scrapped from anywhere else. Uh, oh, yeah. Sh- uh, excuse me. Shannon Doherty is in three episodes, though, supposedly. So oh, really? I'm not oh. sure as who. Huh? Yeah, who would she be? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. but uh, and then the movie. This movie was uh, shot in just thirty-two days, 
and a musical was made of Heather's in 2010. Oh, okay. Yes, and I believe there's a musical performance on YouTube that you watch, like, for free. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I was, right before we went, went on air, I actually looked up YouTube, and it's it looks pretty funny. Really? It I can picture good. that. I can picture that song from Chicago. What is it like? She had it coming. Right. <laughs> she had it coming. Like the, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I pictured. And um, actually, what was it? Uh, Shannon Doherty's character is played by this beautiful Asian girl. I can't remember her name, but... She she's got oh some, in the play uh, yeah in the or play in the, in the musical show the play. yeah oh cool the, yeah she's got some great pipes oh cool but that's just tidbit but yeah okay I'm cool <laughs> um awesome all right well I have a few to wrap it up hopefully I don't have too many of the same ones uh the box okay the budget for this movie was three million dollars kind of a lot I think back yeah. in the day for 89 it only made 1.1 million so it was not a box office hit but I don't expect it to be this is definitely yeah. one of those movies that's a cult classic now that gained a resurgence probably maybe like five to ten years after it came out um because yeah I remember in the 90s and more in the 2000s I remember hearing about this I remember yeah. being like people like oh my god Heather's 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 so so that's pretty cool um apparently uh we talked oh winona Ryder's agent begged her not to do this i read about that yeah because she's like they were they thought it was gonna like ruin her career and she was like no i want to do it yeah so i thought that was pretty cool um and also last tidbit because everything else i had most people had is that apparently christian slater was dating kim walker who's heather chandler during this filming and apparently he broke up with her to start dating winona Ryder. but winona Ryder does not remember this <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. winona Ryder's like no not really because uh during this time I believe if I get the timeline right, I've been totally wrong with everything today. So don't take me at my word, but I believe at this time she was getting a little bit of the depth action. Oh, I, mean, so, you know. I think because they were newly dating in Edward Scissorhands, which was also filmed in 89. Mm -hmm. This was probably filmed in like 88. So I think she met Johnny Depp in like, I want to say 88, 89. Mm. And what a beautiful, beautiful time that was. <laughs> it was cut short. But uh and he was also considered for JD as well. Oh, cool. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read that. And I was like, oh wow, that would have been a totally different movie. There were a lot of things that he was considered for. Also considered for uh fucking point break. Mm. Uh some other things too. Like he was like, well, he was like a golden boy, I guess, in the yeah. 80s and 90s. Like he I mean, he was in what Crybaby. At the time, mm -hmm. I think that was before Scissor Hands because no one saw oh. Cry Baby. Yeah. Not really. Not really. That would be so good, too. Um, yeah. All right. Let's move on to fashion. Now, this is a, <laughs> this is a fashion heavy movie. Yes. Uh, is. The costume designer is Rudy Dillon. Oh, I am so glad this person has a name because they were brilliant. Like brilliant. Like I yeah. don't even know where to start. Like where do you guys want to start? Because I, I, I mean, there, there are just so many. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, do you want to just go in like chronological order? <laughs> like, oh, I love the beginning, the croquet. Yes, like, how they all match. Like I love that. That was one of that was mallet. my first. <laughs> love no. it, right? Now, who's your favorite? Do you like the black and the yellow, the red and the white? the green and the whitish black on 
Duke or the blue and what is Veronica? She's like blue and black and gray, kind of. Out of the th- yeah. out of those out those of the four, yeah, specific outfits. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the beginning, um, uh, Heather Chandler. Oh, she's the red, the red, red and white, beautiful, yeah. gorgeous. That's cool. She's very D. Yes, from Clueless. Yeah, shares shares the yellow, and then I would I would pick Shannon after that, the green. Yeah, 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 totally. What about you, Charles? What color do you like out of those? Um, I really love Veronica's outfits because she she like tends to wear blue. I, yeah, yeah. More. I was gonna say she's my favorite. Cause um, but um, yeah, like lots of blues, lots of blacks, mm-hmm. lots of grays. Mm-hmm. Um, um, gosh, um, I like love her. I love the outfit she wears to that party. Uh huh. Um, I wrote that down too. Eighties um, blazer. Yeah. She had that I, jumper, right? It was like that yeah, gray yeah. off the shoulder, and then she has that like jumper skirt that goes over it. Um, and then I love both her outfit and Heather Duke's outfit that they wear to Heather Chandler's funeral. Um, oh yeah. And then um, I also have to say shout out to Heather Chandler's red taffeta dress at that college party yeah. with the pearl necklace. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love no. it. It's like it's like a prom dress, kind of. It's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, and then um, like. Um, I also really love he- Heather McNamara's outfits too. Like I thought they're just, I, I thought, I, th- I thought the, I thought the uh, costume d- design was just awesome. Yeah, um, I love her cheerleading outfit too. Yeah. You know, she has the cheerleading skirt on. That's super cool. I love it. I loved even the, like the regular cheerleaders outfits. Those are kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, they um, are. You know, and then uh, the, what was the costume designer's name again? Uh, Rudy Dillon. Like, it was perfect because not only the costumes, but the costumes matched the scenery a little bit too. Where it was mm-hmm. like there were some reds in the scenery, and there were like objects that were when when that specific character walked into the room, you saw more Shout yellow, out. you saw more red, you saw more. Shout green. out to production design too. Yes, fucking Heather Chandler's kitchen, all red and white, was mm. off the chain. Amazing, so Amazing. cool. Like yeah. every little thing was red. It was so neat. I love it. But it was like what I read something about. Um, like the red was like domineering. Uh, green is for envy, obviously, mm-hmm. and then what the yellow represented, I guess, a weaker of. I guess it's yeah. We, yellow's kind of like warm. Warm, okay. Yeah, and then I guess Veronica. Yeah. I don't know. Like she wears a lot of blacks and blues, right? Blue so I guess is it, calming. But it, I guess in this case, it embodies rebellion. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I would think black would be more rebellion, like yeah. black panthers and stuff like that. I would mm-hmm. think black, like black is like rebel shit, like. Like anarchists and yeah, all that. Kind That's of stuff. true, yeah. But I just like I love, and I think um, you and Charles mentioned it is that Renona's like outfit at the snappy uh, snack shop where it's like off the shoulder. Yeah, it's so I love cool. I love that. And what do you call that? Like on the over, like the shirt's under, but like you is it like a jumper on it the outside? It looks like a jumper, yeah, because it has like straps. Yeah, because you wear something like underneath it. Oh, it's and then she also perfect. has, yeah, and she also has like a, I think she has a skirt on, and she always wears different color tights, mm-hmm. like really opaque tights. Yeah, which is so cool. Like that was really big in the eighties, like super huge in the eighties. Yeah. And then like Shannon's uh, greenish blue outfit with the turtleneck, 
and the jacket with the buttons and the flower pin is fucking amazing. I, I love know. It. I love the outfit that, um, I mean, there's so many here. I also say shout out to JD. I really like his outfit. I love that. His coat. Denim <laughs> trench. It's like a <laughs> denim trench. Like it's, love it. It's so cool. And I like his like grungy kind of outfit. He has like a plaid shirt, jeans, and like black sneakers. My favorite JD outfit is with the red shirt underneath i like the red mm, shirt mm-hmm, better mm-hmm. and i think he won one of them he has a gray shirt but he always wears the the trench coat which i think is cool i also fucking love his house yeah, yeah. so yeah. 80s like almost like tank girl yeah totally <laughs> like it's totally weird it's like super futuristic and weird and like super rich and everything is really cool um i also love uh oh yeah that was the funeral where she has the blue crown kind of hat is that that was at veronica i love that yeah that's a heather's funeral yeah heather chandler's funeral and she has like the tights and she has the suit and that's when uh, the other heather i think mcnamara she has that black velvet dress it's like Mm -hmm. really short is that when she goes to the holy water and like put and like like touches up her face Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's the one she looks like tawny katane and like a white snake (laughs) but that's totally her that's totally her uh what do you call it her um inspiration <laughs> um i also love the outfit that um veronica has on when they go cow tipping it's like oh. this brown <laughs> denim jacket with all those like pins and shit all over it yeah blue i felt bad for the cow okay i know i always think of tommy boy <laughs> yes when i think of cow tipping <laughs> i know i can't wait to do tommy boy too oh my god i fucking love that movie so much um Oh god, there's just so many. There's um also another one I really like is when um Heather Duke has like the yellow blazer and like a black top. Mm. She has like a bright mm-hmm. yellow, which I think is really cool. Uh and then I also love when she gets the red bow, like when she yeah. gets like the, the head Heather spot and then she comes to I think she comes to Veronica's house and she has on like a gray blazer but she has a a red like like a corset or like a cummerbund in the middle. And it's like a cincher. It's like cinch. Oh, uh-huh, she uh-huh. looks so cool. And she has like the red and she has like, I love when she goes in the locker and she has like the earrings, like mm-hmm. she pulls all the red stuff and she's like officially the red. Um, <laughs> um, it's just so there, cool. There were some incredible blazers in this. In, 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 incredible. In this I know. Yes. Um, Veronica has that black, yeah. gray and black one. Which and is cool. Like they all wear like really cool brooches too. Yeah, and some mm-hmm. like accessorize. But <laughs> I can't believe I though know, it's the eighties. I can't believe yeah. shoulder pads though were like so big they were like linebacker size. <laughs> I know that was a thing. Oh my god, I remember like my mom. Um, she before being a therapist, she was a realtor. And oh, she, she had definitely like, had a power. She had those <laughs> oh my god! She Beautiful, definitely looked like gorgeous, a in drag. Gorgeous. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, green. but oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> That's so funny. It's so crazy. Yeah, she definitely had that outfit. Yes. Uh, I also love Veronica's sky blue tights at the end. Mm-hmm. When she's like on her bed. She has these really cool sky blue tights on. It's just so awesome. Like she also yeah. has another one where she has blue on at school and it's like a denim jumper. And then she has like a, then she has a gray at, at dawn when she goes and meets those uh, jocks, she has like a gray sweater and a black lace top. It looks yeah. kind of like a bra top. And then she has like a blue skirt on and then she has tights. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a, fl- like a ruffly skirt. It's so cool. I just love all of her outfits. Yeah. I do too. It's just so neat. It reminds me a lot of jawbreaker. 
yeah, uh, another another classic, uh, like Mean Girls, like totally inappropriate, funny satire film. If we did an episode yeah. on it, but mm-hmm. if anyone out there has not seen Jawbreaker, highly recommended. It's so good. It's go so it. good. Go yeah. see it right away. Rose McGowan <laughs> is such a good like. She is such a good Shannon Doherty type. Mm-hmm. Like, which is probably why she yeah. was her on Charmed, but like they are so similar, like in their mm-hmm. attitude and demeanor. It's really funny. Shannon Doherty would have made a great Tatum in Scream. Yes. I have to say, like a young Shannon Doherty, I guess, whenever that yeah. came out. Yeah, I think she would have been really cool. Um, yeah, does anyone have any more fashion notes? Mm-hmm. I don't cool. think so. It's literally almost like clueless. It's like impossible to talk about it because yeah. it's like everything. It's like Literally everything. I, I'm going to try to get as many photos as I can for the post mm-hmm. so that um, people can see all the outfits because there's just so many we're going to talk <laughs> about. Um, okay, so music is kind of quiet. Yeah. We literally just had K Sarah Sarah in the credits in the beginning and the two end. Two different versions. Yeah, two different versions. One's like Sly and the Family Stone, I think, at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the other one is, the opening one is. Yeah, I can't remember. And then Teenage Suicide. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it by Big Fun. Yeah, which apparently was a mockery of uh, Queen's one of Queen's songs. Oh, was it? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Wow, I can't remember why it was a mockery, but yeah. Oh, like it, a like parody, a, kind a of parody. Thing? Yeah. Oh wow, okay. Because it was like around the same time, so they were like, "What's an anti thing that we could do?" Because I think Queen's song, it was like on a B track or something, was like, oh. "Don't commit suicide." So they were like, yeah, "Let's do the opposite." <laughs> Something Damn. Like yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's um, so funny. I do really love the original score. Like it, it, it just matches the tone of the movie like mm-hmm. so well. And you it know. sounds like popular. Yeah. I swear, yeah. so much of it sounds like the popular theme song. Like not to keep bringing it back to popular, but <laughs> if anyone's interested, it's Ryan Murphy's first show. It was on YouTube like for a while. I know part two yeah. or season two is so if you're curious I mean, you could buy it on amazon but i, don't I think it's like you know. 20 bucks yeah, yeah it's really cheap if you want to buy the dvd but it's so if you like this kind of show and kind of ridiculous and campy mm-hmm. and like i think people would really like it i'd love to do a show on that i just don't know if anyone cares but i would just love to talk about it that show's so <laughs> ahead of its time still Very. it's another ahead of its time show that you're like i can't believe this was on in 99 <laughs> um but yeah <laughs> yeah it's true Cool. Anyone got any more? You want to get to the meat? The meat? Let's get to the meat. Let's get to favorite scenes and lines. Because I think this, this movie could have benefited <laughs> from more of a soundtrack. That is my one negative. Yes. I feel definitely. like I, I would have liked a few more songs, but I do like it as is. But I, I wish this was a, so- a movie that had like some songs, mm. like some soundtracks of like things we actually knew. But uh, favorite scenes and lines. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Charles. Okay. Cool. Um. Okay, this is going to take a while. Um, I know, right? <laughs> so I, we all probably have the same ones. Um, so I love Veronica's diary entries. Like they're all just like so like funny and weird. Um, she writes huge. huge. I know. <laughs> it's so big on the page. And she writes so fast. I know. And she's wearing a monocle. So like, <laughs> right? I love Did that. Did I see that right? That way that has to go in the fashion section. Um, <laughs> yes. I thought I saw a monocle, but I wasn't sure if I was completely dreaming. It, yeah, it was so, a monocle. So what how the does, fuck? So how does... <laughs> So have you guys have you guys ever seen a monocle? Like how does it work? Like how do you, no, you just put it up to your 
it's but, it's it's muscle like you're supposed to really? like, squeeze your eye or something yeah, yeah. you squeeze oh. your eye but like how though like how the depth perception on having it on one eye i don't know like how <laughs> what is that yeah like what is it used for besides I mean, going like hmm <laughs> like, <laughs> right. pulling it out <laughs> i do not approve min- mrs barkington <laughs> uh, yeah right it was <laughs> mr barkington in the salon with the gun <laughs> like, oh, like a game of clue like clue like, yeah totally what it is yeah <laughs> i forgot yeah dear diary my teen angst has a body count <laughs> <laughs> um but like um oh no i, I like love the like first one that's like dear diary heather told me she teaches real life (laughs) real life sucks losers dry if you want to fuck with the eagles you have to learn to fly um (laughs) and then what (laughs) (laughs) um and then um we cut to the cafeteria scene and um it just like cuts like two people having a conversation and like 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 the um girl's like oh god here comes heather chandler and the guy's like oh shit (laughs) and then um (laughs) and then like heather chandler comes up to their table and it's she like turns to the girl she's like Hey Courtney, love your cardigan. <laughs> it's, um, like this it's very movie, mean girl. Very yeah, I was gonna say this movie is the blueprint to which mm-hmm. all of your favorite teen girl high school click films was born. Mm-hmm. Um, a yeah. little bit of grease, a little bit of grease <laughs> in here grease. too, because yeah. grease was seventy eight. Mm-hmm. So um, I wonder what would the first uh, film was. And then um, I love when they stop at the uh, at the uh, convenience store before the party. Mm-hmm. And um, like um, and Heather Chandler just yells to Ron because she's going in like corn nuts, and then and then <laughs> Ron is like be BQ or regular, and then Ron and then Heather's like BQ, um, <laughs> and then um, I, I like love um Veronica's diary entry after the party when she's like Betty Finn was a true friend and I sold her out for a bunch of swatch dogs and diet coke heads um, <laughs> <laughs> um and then and, and then and and, and like continues just talking about how much she hates Heather and she, she's like tomorrow I'll be kissing her a robicized ass but tonight let me dream of a world without Heather a world where I am free I know <laughs> it's so dramatic it's like bitch don't be friends with her right <laughs> um and then i uh love after um after um Veronica and jd kill heather how um how Veronica's is like freaking she's like oh my god i can't believe i just killed my best friend and then jd's like and your worst enemy and Veronica's like same difference yeah i know same <laughs> um, difference <laughs> um and then um let's see um and then um, I love how like I don't I, it doesn't even make sense, but just like how like it um how, how they like use the word very you know like oh my god it'll be so very you know mm-hmm. um and you know and like I think like um um Veronica's like talking to JD and like JD says something and Veronica's just like how very mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so um, good and then um. And then I love how um like I love that scene when like they're in the car and like and like Veronica realizes that JD has like set her up again and she's just killed two people and she takes the cigarette lighter and like burns the palm of her hand and JD grabs it and like lights his cigarette off of it. I know, I know. <laughs> right. So funny. 
and then um they like get into that like huge fight and um then like um like the other the other two surviving heathers are like approaching the car and then this girl like comes out of nowhere pops and screams she's like hey did you guys hear school's canceled today because kurt and ram killed themselves in a repressed homosexual suicide act i love the scene where it's the double funeral and the dad's just like i love, I love my, my gay son, son. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god and then like, um, it shouldn't be funny but it is right, yeah <laughs> god. i mean it's ridiculous but it's, it's like so it's so ridiculous funny. um and i think and, yeah i think uh jd actually says like yeah it's so fucked up like suicide made these people more interesting i was like oh yeah. my god <laughs> I was like um, wow and then I, I love, like, um, Veronica's entry when she's like, Dear Diary, my teen angst bullshit has a body count. <laughs> the most popular people in school are dead. Everyone's sad, but it's a weird kind of sad. Suicide gave Heather depth, Kurt a soul, Ram a brain. I don't know what what it's given me, but I've got no control over myself when I'm with Dig G. We went up with G. When I'm with JD, are are we going to prom or to hell? <laughs> um, and then oh, um, I love how just before they play teenage suicide, don't do it on the radio. Um, how like the radio host is like, if I get one more song request for big fun, I'm going to commit suicide. Right? I know, like what the fuck? And I I guess this is before. Was teen suicide a like uh, a big issue in the yeah. late '80s? Like, I, I, I know so, it was yeah. an issue when we came up because, mm-hmm. like, we had more famous, like Kurt Cobain, obviously, like really shined the light on suicide. But I mean, or you know, just in the public eye. But I wonder, like, the fact that they're so flippant about it, this would never happen now because suicide's a big issue. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, um, I, I don't know. Thirteen Reasons Why isn't that about suicide too? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean it's it, not like it's not a to- a topic. It's, that's not funny though. It's yeah. It's you know. It's like it's like pure drama. And there's not really a lot of like moments of levity. I, I oh, okay. Think. And like um, they have wrist cutters, but of course that was old. Oh god, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then um, finally, I um, I really love the um, quote when like Veronica is talking to her mom, or if she's talking to her. Um, I love the conversations that Veronica has with her parents. Um, and like I, th- I thought the I thought the last one was actually really great when you know Veronica's like, oh my god, we teenagers just want to be treated like human beings, and then her mom like kind of freaks out and she's like, treated like human beings? Is that <laughs> is that what you said, little Miss Voice of a Generation? Just how do you think adults act with other adults? Do you think it's all just a game of doubles tennis? When teenagers <laughs> complain that they want to be treated like human beings, it's usually because they are being treated like human beings. <laughs> I love that you slipped into like almost a Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, he totally like, did. What accent is this? Love. Is this like? Um, <laughs> this is what it sounds like. I love uh, how in a lot of films, Winona Ryder seems to be like. She did the same thing in Reality Bite. She's like the spokesperson of the generation, yeah. like yeah. unwittingly kind of. In mm-hmm. Reality 
Biden, she does that too. She's like the valedictorian. She kind of talks about like, we don't want to be shoved like, you know, consumer. We don't want to be like the consumer and like the dead consumer, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah. of course, her parents like tell her about it. You know, they're like, oh, well, you know, you can't find a job. And I love have, that Susie Kurtz is her mom and that. She yeah. Uh, have you, you guys heard my impression of, of Catherine Hepburn working at Blockbuster Video? <laughs> yeah. I think so, yeah. And then okay. you did it on one of the okay. podcasts. <laughs> I you yeah. have to have it like queued up and then just play it like as okay. an intro. <laughs> yeah, at Blockbuster, we want you to go home happy, but frankly, I just want you to go home. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, Do you have so any more, I'm, Charles? No, I'm done. <laughs> oh, you're done. Okay, good. I don't have a lot of the same ones. All right, Mike, you, you're up. Oh, yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the scenes, it's a very short scene but made me laugh like completely outrageously out loud was there at the church. Um, I think the first time, I don't know. They're like at 500 times at this church, right? Because so many people are dying. But when Heather McNamara is putting her hands in the holy water and then, and then she pats her hair with it, bitch, I died. I, was I know, just, right? <laughs> it happens so fast, but I'm like, oh my God, just spitting out my tea and i'm like holy shit yes um and then right before the right before they um corner the guys in the woods uh Mm -hmm. to kill them jd and veronica um i love their little like spat here and there um where jd goes well let's take a look at some of the homosexual artifacts i dug up to plan at the scene (laughs) all right got an issue of stud puppy veronica goes jd goes candy dish Joan Crawford postcard. Let's see. Some mascara. All right. And here's the one perfecta thing I picked up. Mineral water. Veronica goes, oh, come on. A lot of people drink mineral water. It's come a long way. JD goes, yeah, but this is Ohio. I mean, if you don't have a brewski in your hand, you might as well be wearing a dress. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's funny. It's hilarious. It's really funny. And then I just have some like odd quotes where it's like, Heather goes, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. And I'm just like Mm -hmm. looking at the screen cockeyed like what <laughs> and then heather is like uh, uh, heather duke is like why are you pulling on my dick veronica goes she's my best friend god i hate her and you know i mean i don't have a lot but i mean it was just <laughs> it's so good it's like everything is so good i mean you you literally i mean me anyway was just literally like at some points just like cockheaded at the tv going did that really happen <laughs> yeah okay. right i know <laughs> i have okay wait, is that Go all ahead. yeah yeah I'm... oh cool okay god you don't have that many um <laughs> let's see i have a few here actually i have more than a few um i do love the opening is like a scrunchie i'm wearing one now <laughs> <It's the laughs> scrunchies. um i like the quote you're such a pillowcase yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what i'm gonna name this episode because it's like you're such a pillowcase um they all want me as a friendship or a fuck which yeah. I think, uh, heather chandler <laughs> says um i wrote so v is so blase about jd bringing blanks to school i love that she's like haha they were blanks someone in the fucking cafeteria like how are you this blase about it mm-hmm. um i love when they say no way no day uh when was that uh i think it's it's like after uh he brings the gun to school oh okay yeah i think they're like it was real and like no way no day i forgot his mm. wrote it down um <laughs> uh i love just the whole aspect of playing croquet 
Yeah. Like I love that. That's like the that's sport. the bougie like sport yeah, and it's just so chose. funny. I love it, is, it. It's like playing croquet hard. No, I've played it before. It's really fun and classy. I really? played okay. it once because I think cool. um, I think when my dad and my stepmom they moved into the Potomac house, mm-hmm. that you know how like they had that big huge patch of grass on the left when you enter in the gate oh that's a that, perfect croquet. that was that was an actual croquet court to oh, whoever cool. like owned the house before oh wow yeah it's mm-hmm. really cool yeah um and then i also this might be the na- the title of the episode when winona says great pate but i've got a motor oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, they're always eating pate at her house too which i think is funny when she's going to that college party mm-hmm. um obviously jd and veronica in the 7-eleven with the slushies i love that scene i think you guys both said that too mm-hmm. um and i also love when she's talking to jd about like the other heathers and he's like yeah like why are you friends you know like why are you friends with with uh with them and she's like i don't know like they're just someone to like fill you know in my life they're kind of like co-workers they're more <laughs> like people i work with that i don't like really like but i kind of have to deal with and he he just says everyone's life's got static i like that where he's mm-hmm, like everyone's cool. life just kind of got all the shit around him um lick it up baby lick it up (laughs) after the party which is really funny i also love her like her code word of like let's go have sex is night strip croquet very (laughs) very smart uh veronica um i also love to after that they're like yeah let's go to heather chandler's and like fucking poison her or some shit let's give her some awful shit so i love that like heather chandler's passed out from this whatever party and it's so weird too that she doesn't even like freak out that he's there yeah. like when he's over the bed like he's not like she's not like oh my god what the fuck like it's so crazy <laughs> It, I, um, really I if it happened to me i would like to think that i would have some questions right like you know? i totally would have some questions right <laughs> like it's so weird um also uh i love when she just like plate crashes through the fucking table <laughs> yeah. oh my god <laughs> like it's so funny i'm just like oh my god this is so funny um the yeah obviously uh when she oh my god when the teachers are like discussing the suicide note oh my god (laughs) like in the in the teachers uh lounge it's so like it's so fucked up but so funny how does she have the suicide note isn't that like evidence they but it's a small town it's ohio they all know and it's a suicide so they're like the teachers are probably like oh my gosh you know like what happened it's gossip at this point yeah, they like. I, I think it's so funny. <laughs> and then, of course, when she when she dies, and they go to like the locker room, and they're like, "Heather, Heather left you behind you one of her swatches. She said you couldn't accessorize for shit." But <laughs> 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 she gives her the swatch. Like, That's so yep. funny. I also love to and go where um where Timothy Olyphant is is plays this drug dealer, and uh, uh Sarah Polly is like trying to like uh get this drugs or whatever. We did an episode on this, but I mm-hmm. love that he says like Katie holmes gets left as collateral and she's like he's like well i need no i need something that you'll i know you'll come back for and then she's like uh and he's like i already got a fucking swatch <laughs> I, need yeah. I know you'll come back for so like no more swatch slander uh i love swatch shout out to swatch <laughs> um i really love swatch, swatch um so also i love that the jocks are like their answer for everything we're like cool off we're seniors <laughs> Like, yeah, that's <laughs> like as if that means anything, which I think is really funny. 
Um, and the jock setup at dawn is just hilarious. I wrote, so why and how is he flirting and convincing her to murder people with like such ease? She's yeah, either right. digmatized or <laughs> question mark. Or, <laughs> or her character of Lydia Deeds just seeped into I know, right? the set and was like, yeah, okay, I've been through this. <laughs> well, you know what they say, good, good. Dick is a prison. <laughs> so. Oh my god, fucking girl. <laughs> I love when she says that and Elijah's just like, true. <laughs> so I, I, true. I, I just gave the any impression from RuPaul's Drag Race out the computer. I'm like, what? Oh my god. Um, we talked about I love my dead gay son. Um, I also, yeah, we talked about I love JD's house. I love that like the TV's on and Veronica's there and they're watching like some news broadcast and he shoots the TV and she's like, that's it, we're breaking up. <laughs> as soon as he shoots the TV. I do have a question. Uh-huh. I have one question. So with all these suicides, right, everyone becomes more popular, you know, post-death. But... Um, the the fat chick, the overweight chick, I should say. Sorry, tubby, um, round. She she gets ridiculed. Yeah, and, and so I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, she, I think she gets ridiculed because she tried to kill herself when all when it was the thing that popular people were doing. Uh-huh. So she was just kind of considered a poser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. That's what the issue, that's what the thing was. It was like everyone's doing it, kind of yeah. like be that's really it. cool and do this cool thing. It's like yeah. it's not cool people. <laughs> um, another the radio show is a lot like Love Line. Mm-hmm. Love Line mm-hmm. ended up being. Oh, I miss Love Line. <laughs> I know. Before Dr. Drew and Do- and Adam Carolla were like fucking out of their minds. Yeah. I mean, like now that's they're kind of out of their minds, but um, or whatever. <laughs> they have their own podcasts that are kind of silly. Um, I also like Color Me Stoked, girl. Yes. Um, you're not a rebel, you're psychotic. <laughs> um, I also love uh uh Heather Duke's funeral. I said, please at my funeral, let everyone be wearing 3D glasses. <laughs> right (laughs) um and like eskimo which i also thought about titling an eskimo too the fever dream um i love that the petition that they were trying to get big fun to play at the prom was really like a group suicide pact that like Mm. that like jd made uh heather duke like go around and like they had this like pact to go like you get everyone to sign this and she's like okay cool cool and then she did and it was a fucking hot mess um i wrote a woodstock for the 80s wow right so casual (laughs) that's what i wrote like the fact that now unfortunately like just to be serious for a second the fact that like he said woodstock for the 80s which is like a cultural touchstone in Mm -hmm. in like the 60s or end of the 60s now school shootings are becoming that like yep. Columbine is like 9-11. Mm-hmm. Like it's like an event that you remember where you were. Parkland is going to be for people now, like people who are growing up now. And also like the Sandy Hook shooting and the a lot of others. It's really fucking terrible. But it's crazy how much that was true. That it is like not a party, but it is like a cultural, you know, touchstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Definitely. Okay, so I have, um, I love when she shoots him in the boiler room and then she's like, you know what I really want? Cool guys like you out of my life. (laughs) Yeah. I like that a lot. And then I also like um, when at the end she goes and talks to like the girl they were making fun of and then she's like, 
<laughs> I think she grabs the get a movie yeah, or something. Some new releases, and she grabs the the red bow off of uh, Heather. Shannon, yeah, she yeah, Shannon Doherty, Heather Dukes, and mm-hmm. then she's like. Uh, Heather, my love, there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Puts it on, yeah, which I think is so cool. That's all I have. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was interesting. <laughs> there it were definitely a lot of funny moments. Funny. Yeah, it was, was super yeah. funny. Um, I'm really curious. There are a lot of podcasts, too, that I listen to that have recently in the last month all done Heather's, like totally un- like, I don't think it was planned because, I, I mean, I don't know all these people personally, yeah. but I'm kind of interested to go and listen to theirs. So I try not to listen to any reviews of the movies that we do until after we do them because I don't want to yeah, have that any makes sense. Like, yeah. thought yeah, of what yeah. people saw. So I'm excited to do that. So, yeah, I'm curious to hear what everyone thinks about Heathers. I feel like a few people have asked for it because it's, yeah. it's one of those movies I'm surprised we haven't done yet out of 84 so or 83 that we've done so i'm surprised it's taking us this long but we have still so many to go another film that this reminds me of that's really fucked up now but it's really funny is uh welcome to the dollhouse like yeah that movie is like i remember being thinking it was so funny but if you watch it now it's so so fucking cruel Yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean it's like it's really next level i haven't decided if we're gonna do it because I don't know. Like it, it is kind of funny, but it but it's of the time though. I mean, it's a nineties yeah. indie cinema yeah. classic kind of. So I mean, I'm doing well, and, and that's skin, a that's so. a thing with like. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh um, yeah, that's a that's a that's the thing with a lot of listeners too. Is that like, and I'm sure you get like a lot of like millennials and everything. Is that like with everybody's own perspective on things, especially mm-hmm. nowadays? It's almost like each listener has to like put their own shit aside and be like, okay, this is coming from somebody who's, you know, we're older. We're older. I mean, we I didn't want to say in a bad a, way, but I mean, you know, yeah, we're well, older, it's, just, so it's, it's like, really, it's really interesting too, because we have a different type of like filter. Yeah. Like I was watching days and confused because it was on TV the other day. And I was like, wow, so much like, it, it really it, it speaks a lot to how far we've really come as yeah. a, a culture really fast because just in Days and Confused and probably like a ton of other films, there's lots of casual homophobia. There's mm-hmm. lots of casual misogyny, like just, yeah. just casual. And we're like, okay, the fact that in Days and Confused, it's like the main character and Matthew McConaughey is like the star of that film, essentially, like he's the breakout. The mm-hmm. fact that he says like, I love these high school girls. Like, I get older, they stay the same age. Yeah. That was fucked up then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but we didn't really say anything about it. Um, same with Clueless. Like, mm-hmm. that was, he was way older than her. She was, like, 16 or 15 and a stepbrother. Like, there are a lot of things that, like, if you look at it now, you're like, I can see someone young watching it being like, wait, that's her stepbrother. She's supposed to date him and that's cool? Well, like, and the like, younger yeah, generation but they're not married now. Like they're not. It's not like the parents are in the house together. It is kind of. I mean, it's not illegal, yeah. but it is kind of strange. But you know, they wouldn't but, even question it. They'd be like, cancel. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. There might. There might be like. Oh shit. That's gonna be canceled. So it's like <laughs> some things are rightly canceled, but some things it's like yeah. it's a good way to go back and kind of see how far yeah. we've come. You know. But they are still 
great i mean it's it's like a time capsule like films mm. really are a time oh, totally. capsule yeah yeah we're not the same there are a lot of fucked up things that happen in old films that you're like mm. wow this was made in the right. 60s they could talk about this or they could do that or show that i mean there's some things in the 30s and 40s that are like that yep. like, wow i can't believe that they showed that so it's like that i feel like this movie i didn't want to put like a trigger warning but i mean you know it's it's a dark subject, but yeah. Yeah. you know, if you, if you don't want to like watch anything about, you know, this kind of subject matter, then yeah, I guess just skip it. But it is a it's a good Winona flick. Yes, it is. Yeah, and we're we're Winona heavy on this pod, so we Yay. love Winona. We love Winona so uh, <laughs> I'm um, so excited for Stranger Things. I can't fucking wait. Whenever that when does that out. start? I don't know. Oh, it should be the oh. summer, but it, or I think yeah. oh, that's right. We were right talking now. about that. That's right. Yeah. So um, yeah. Cool. Anyone got anything else? Oh, so I was wondering no. what uh what Winona films have you not done yet? Oh, there's a movie called Boys that I saw on I didn't see it, but I, I saw that I was like, oh, 96, like I kinda wanna do that. Mm-hmm. Um I have a list on Letterboxd. So yeah. uh, for everyone out there, check that out. I'm trying to think of what Winona films I haven't done that I want to do. I haven't done Dracula yet. Bram Stalkers. Uh-huh. So oh, is she and Dr- Dragon. Yeah. Uh-huh, with oh. Keanu. Oh. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let me let me do a little. Uh, let me do a little. You did Girl Interrupted. Did Girl uh, Interrupted? Did Edward Scissorhands? Have not done Mermaids yet. Oh, so good. Oh my god, seen. I love that movie so much. Can we do? I haven't seen it. That one. Oh it's my god, great. so it's good. Really good. Share yeah, and Chris- a very young Christina Ricci. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like a baby, right? Mm-hmm. I really want to do yeah, like Celebrity. I really want to do celebrity. It's kind of a hard one to find, but it has like all these celebrities in it. It's black and white. I think it's Woody it's... Allen. Oh, okay, okay. But it has like Leo and fu- it's like one of those like uh, different films, like or different like stories like spliced together. I think like it just mm-hmm. has tons of, of oh, actors cool. in it. Um, Boys is one that I want to do that I saw on YouTube, but someone uploaded it. That one is Patty Verb falls off a horse and is found unconscious by prep school student John Baker. He takes her to his dormitory as he quickly discovers she's hiding from something. For John, this becomes a road to maturity, and for Patty, it's a way back to love and tenderness. And it's Winona writer Lucas Haas, John C. Riley. Oh, 1996. 96, yeah. yeah I kind of I've never seen it or heard of it until recently, and I was like, oh, Skeet, Skeet Ulrich is also in it. So yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yes. So I kind of want to. I kind of want to see that just because I've never seen it and it looks kind of cool. Also, I want to do like Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael. Like, there's. I mean, yeah, there are a few. Oh, cool. Yeah, there are a few. We we have a lot to do still. I still want to do American Beauty. Like, mm-hmm. there are a lot. Yeah, we, we've got a list on uh, Letterboxd. I'll put it in the notes. The notes have been acting kind of weird on this new Apple Podcast update. So let's hope they figure it out. If not, there's a episode mm. website button you can click, and all the links are there. Um, so I'll put the letterboxed one in there too. So you can see other people can see the things we're considering and I'll add and I'll move it to different lists as we go. Sweet. So yeah, check us out on Patreon. We're still doing freaks and geeks. We're middle of the way through. We are doing some random, uh, deep cut episodes. Maybe we'll do one on popular. If anyone cares about popular. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. The, yeah. Like just cause we can generally talk about it. We're not going to do episode by episode, but yeah, it should be super fun. Uh, all of our info is in the notes and we will see you on the next one. Later. Bye. Bye.